When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. the sound of 10 seasons of horn i'm your host returning superstar chris kawild <laughs> with me as always is long-term contract player henry paul george burbank hank dipman everybody i mean i signed a contract for life that's yes, what i did, did. Yes, like did. hey but hey i would like In to take blood. a moment here right at the top of the show to congratulate you chris kawild i have been uh, around and a, you know i was certainly a, a huge catalyst Mm -hmm. A catalyst to you becoming a Clippers season ticket holder. Mm, uh, absolutely. Uh, but Some would say enabler. Obviously, enabler. I've, only been, I've only been your co-host for, is this our third season together? Well, your first season, the Clippers went as far as they've ever gone. Your second season, they You're went welcome. the furthest they've ever gone. You've been nothing but a rabbit's foot. This is this your year? third season. I mean, and this is my 10th season at Clipcast. Congratulations, and buddy. That's my Thank point. You. Congratulations to you. Well, you, you said know, catalyst to be a clip clipper t uh, season ticket holder catalyst. A lot of people call you an enabler, Hank. <laughs> well, they're right. You, you enabled this. <laughs> yeah, I did, and I I apologize uh, because I really despise the saying "sorry, not sorry." It, it, I despise it. It is what it is. Oh, I like that saying. Our friend Shiloh hates it. Hates it's the worst. Well, he hates it, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> well, sorry, not sorry, Shiloh. How do you hate that? It's like saying you hate K-Sara-Sara. It's literally an it's exercise like saying in taking you life don't like sorry, not sorry. Ugh, to celebrate 10 seasons of Clipcast, we would like to congratulate you, the listener, and, of course, you, Nicholas Batum, silver medalist. Oh, oh sweet, yeah, sweet man. Nico Batum. Ale, How ale, about ale. it, man? Woo! Woo! Batum, the medalist. <laughs> That's right. And happy belated Bastille Day as well to Lily and Nicholas Batum. But the big news to start off here, the 10th season of Clipcast, first episode of the 10th season of Clipcast, I'm calling it Run It Back because the big yeah. Clipper news is Kawhi Leonard is back. back. Reggie Jackson is back. back. Nicholas Batum is back. back. Serge Ibaka is back. back. Everybody's With a healthy back. back, we hope. With a healthy back. Oh, sure. Play on words all day, all day long. <laughs> Obviously, Kawhi Leonard is the biggest get back, and we don't know when he will come back from his surgery. For you, Hank, was Reggie Jackson the biggest? Was Batum the biggest? Obviously, Kawhi's the biggest. Who was the second biggest sure. for you? Sure, and I, I would like to I would sidetrack that just for a second because a lot of Clippers fans have been reaching out to me and saying, "Oh, but we're not we're we're in so much trouble without Kawhi for oh, so stop. much of this." Well, I would just like to point out. Mm -hmm. uh, that there's no doubt that Kawhi led a lot of stats for us, sure. but Paul George was just right behind him on almost everything. Yeah. On almost every stat that Kawhi Leonard led, Paul George was right behind him or matched him. I want to say that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard both got 5.2 assists a game. Um, Kawhi, obviously, Kawhi Leonard is not our block leader. Um, and although he led us in points per game, 
Uh, he was Paul George was only like one point behind him. I want to say Kawhi sure. Leonard averaged like 24, 25 points a game, and Paul George or, or he averaged. I'm excited! I'm excited! I'm excited! Paul, Paul, Paul George averaged like twenty three. So I, I like us right now. To me, the biggest bring back was Reggie because I do think he was he he and Paul George are the guys that put the team up on their shoulders. They were the most consistent guys for us in the team once Kawhi went out. So to me, that's the biggest get is bringing Reggie Jackson back in. How about you? Well, as you know, I'm not Clipper Spencer. A lot of people thought I was Clipper Spencer would come up to me and go, "Hey, Clipper Spencer, I like your French outfit and your French salute." And I'm like, "I'm not, I'm not Clipper Spencer. I'm Chris Kawhiild." Now, Clipper Spencer's favorite get back is Nico Batum, silver medalist. Big. Very big. Got that got that block on Luka Doncic. Just hate Luka Doncic to go to the gold medal round. But my best get back, personally, Hank, is a bit of a mystery. Is Serge Ibaka? Speaking of, will really lead the strong. team. In yeah. blocks, you know he will lead the team in blocks healthy. I'm excited to see what him and Zubats can do as that one-two center punch. Yeah, and then everybody else, man. The thing about the Clippers is our depth is so deep, which is why we were able to survive, not only survive but thrive and get to our first ever Final Four with our leader Kawhi Leonard going down two-two round two. You'd think, oh well, the Clippers are done. This is such a Clipper story. Injury causes another early exit. Except for it didn't. T-Man raised, raised, rose to the occasion. Reggie Jackson, the aforementioned Reggie Jackson, your favorite get back. He rose big time. Woo! Reggie Jackson rose big time. And then of course PG rose big time. Luke Kennard. All our guys had big games, big series. Mook Morris. Big game, game seven, round two, to get us into that final four. So we're just so deep, Hank. And we added this new guy, Justice Winslow, to help carry the load while Kawhi heals. Yeah, now what do you know about Justice Winslow? You alluded to me via the textual machine Mm. that you spoke with someone about Justice Winslow. I reached out to longtime Memphis Grizzly season ticket holder Scarlett Reeder, good pal of mine, former neighbor of mine. She lived in the... Trading Spaces apartment, but after Paul left. Anyway, (laughs) I was on Trading Spaces (laughs) many years ago. But Scarlett, uh, I guess she left that apartment and headed to Memphis, back to Memphis, and became a Memphis Grizzlies season ticket holder. Always loved the Memphis Grizzlies as a kid. She's pretty young, I guess. They were Vancouver Grizzlies. I moved down to Redondo and became Rajon Redondo Dondo, as you know. Rajon Redondo Rondo. That's what everyone calls me. (laughs) That's what they call me because it rolls off the tongue. So I texted her, tell me about Justice Winslow. And he is sadly been very injury prone the last two seasons. Yes. So supposedly he's right again. So this could hopefully be like a Luke Kennard situation where Luke Kennard wasn't right for the Detroit Pistons, but Jerry West and company saw the skills and brought him in and they were right. So hopefully Justice Winslow Jerry West, Lawrence Frank, all those guys see the skills. Of course, the great head coach, Ty Lue, which just makes me feel really good, and I want to talk more about him in a second. But they saw something in Justice Winslow to fill that gap that Kawhi Leonard is going to sadly you know, leave because he's got to heal. And my prediction is he's back sometime after All-Star break, certainly for the playoffs, but we just don't know. And I made a joke on Twitter the other day where I said, well, luckily the you know the organization has been so transparent with everything Kawhi Leonard, so we should know every step of the... And then I started laughing. I was like, I couldn't get through it. I couldn't get through it. They tell us nothing. They tell us nothing. They never tell us anything. 
No, it's and it's refreshing. Look, it's refreshing to me in a way to not be given all of these hints and and all of that stuff. It's sort of like the draft is less exciting because by the time you get to the NBA draft, you sort of know who's going to pick whom. That's like the deal with all the sports. So right. it's a little bit it's a little bit exciting. It's also a little nerve wracking. I did not really enjoy Robert Ory. Obviously, still salty from Kawhi Leonard leaving the Spurs in the first place with his with his commentary, his editorial, if you will, of oh, Kawhi Leonard is hurting the Clippers by taking so long. We we oh, don't know insane. we don't know that he was taking so long. For all we know, this entire time he's been talking to the team. Oh, all absolutely. the reports he has I've been. seen, he has all the reports been. I've seen are that there was never a question. Never. For the organization or for him, if he was going to return, he just doesn't spell it all out for the fans all the time. Well, or, I have. Or, frankly, for the media, if I'm being I, more honest, for the media, because absolutely. look what happens. Absolutely. So maybe and I, and he's I, I have, once bitten, I, twice shy. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> once bitten, twice shy. Watch out. Hey, let's talk about that time somebody bit you, Burbank Hank. What well, I'm happens? still shy. I'm still shy about it. Apparently I'm doubly shy. On the second time. Yeah, the second time I was shy. Well, my source is just about as high up as you can get. It's basically Steve Ballmer's boss. And he told me, Steve Ballmer's boss, I'll never reveal my source, but my source is like, dude, Kawhi Leonard's been forthright this entire time. There was never any doubt. So yeah. Yeah. That and your frankly, pipe and smoke it. there was also another thing. About, oh, he didn't sit with his team on the bench. He didn't sit with his team on the it's bench insane. when she got injured. Hey, hey, Clippers fans, you know what? We were at those games in a time where – People were in the stadium with their masks off, eating and drinking. If right. I was there with anybody that I cared about and also I wasn't playing the game, I would also be isolated in a luxury box rather than oh, be there where people sure. are yelling and breathing and everything else. Like you can Spreading have spreading their Delta you want. variant all and look, over the place. Everybody can have any opinion they want about like you're overthinking it, you're overthinking it. Chris and I have talked about this many times. It is about each person's level of comfort. And maybe he didn't want to be down there. Maybe he didn't want to be scrutinized. Maybe he didn't want to be on camera all the time. He Burbank was at the Hank. games. It's not like he, he went was to there. Cur- he was it's there. not like he went to Jamaica and went no, he partying. No. He was there. He was there with his family in Jeez the box Louise. in a luxury box. Also, he knew he wasn't coming back. I'm sure the gang knew he wasn't coming back, so he didn't want to be a distraction. Uh, excuse me. To address an earlier point, you said Everybody had their opinion. I have an opinion on opinions. Everyone has an opinion. They're just like buttholes. Everybody's got them, and they all stink. Oh I don't want to you hear just... your opinion unless you, you got the longest-running Clippers podcast. <laughs> if you have the longest-running Clippers podcast, I'd love to hear your opinion on the Los Angeles Clippers. If you don't, keep it to yourself. Buddy. Wipe it up. Clean Buddy, it up. I like, I like this. I like this. Everyone's got it. opinions. Are like, but did you just come up with that? That's well, I, great. The, the, what I say is, opinions are like, <laughs> let's call it <laughs> sassholes, <laughs> sassy sassholes. Everybody's got one, and everybody's stinks. All right. Well, let so, me t- let me tell you. Yeah. About, speaking of stinks, man. Yeah. Sons and four. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gloated yet. Bunch of turds. What a bunch of turds. That is the, that was was the, it Bucks that and the, Six? It was Bucks was and Six. saltiest fan base. I tell you what, man, though, that is the most arrogant, entitled fan base oh, I have worst. ever Chad experienced. Chad Army. Chad the Army. way that they got in people's faces, I literally have not seen without anything to back it up. It felt so good to watch them get backdoor swept. Oh, it was great. so great. They really were feeling themselves. <laughs> I, I, I realized something that I did not talk about on our last Sons episode. Four. Sons and four. So the Suns fans are the worst pieces of garbage ever. Human garbage. <laughs> well, that might be taking it a bit far, but 
Oh, I that's an insult to garbage. I mean, garbage serves <laughs> I mean, a purpose. Garbage is nice. No, it doesn't. It gets its own bin. So <laughs> the Suns fans are such trash that karma delivered them this sweet blow. Not once did the home fans get to see a series win, but they did get to see the Suns lose their last game in front of them in the NBA Finals. So does that make sense? They won yes. every single series. It makes first, sense. Yeah. First makes, round was at Staples it, Center. Yep. Not only does it make sense what you said, it makes sense karmically. Now, you walk us through what happened. You walk us through it. Explain it, because the fans may not be following you. I'm definitely following you, but t- but tell us. So First round of the playoffs, Suns in yeah. six. They won it at Staples Center and advanced to play the Denver Nuggets, whom they swept. They won nine in a row, as a matter of fact. And that's why their fans got so darn cocky. That's why Chad and Karen's army got so cocky. And they kept saying, so four. So they won nine in a row. So the first series, they beat the L word in six at Staples. The second series, they swept the Nuggets at Denver in four. And then in the third series, they beat our sweet sweet. So we know what happened. We did see Chris Paul say something nice. I'll always be a clipper. I love this fan base. Billy Crystal's like family. I liked that. I didn't like the result, obviously. I just liked what Chris Paul said in that moment. But the Clippers fans, Clipper Nation, sweet, sweet Clippers Nation, got to see a round one home series W in seven. And then got to see the greatest win in Clipper history, home, round two, game six, versus Utah Jazz. They they got no superstar. They win two in a row. They beat the best team in the NBA, the Utah Jazz. That was the greatest Clipper win I've ever seen. So the Clipper fans, karmically, we got our sweet sweet, and we saw two series wins. Sadly, we did not see our first Western Conference Finals win, but we got to the first ever Final Four. So us Clipper fans, we saw two series wins. Those Suns fans, they didn't see nothing. They saw the inside of my foot going up there. Butts. Oh They're my God. Opinion, that, that, opinion that does not make sense. They could not see the inside of your foot. Yeah, they saw they the would, inside of my foot. And from unless their they have, they're a giraffe, they can't see anything going up inside their buns. So we're about to be in Summer League, which you attended, Hank. And I will ask that you regale the listener because maybe there's a new listener out there who hasn't heard your Clippers Summer League Vegas story, but I'd like to hear it again. Oh, but we're going great. we're going into Vegas Summer League, and we've got a bunch of new guys that we got from the draft, and we bought a guy named Boston Jr. from from somebody with cash. We picked up this kid named Hold on, where is it? Golly, Jason Keon Johnson. There he is, Keon Johnson. We picked up. He, I believe, was our first pick in the in the draft, and then maybe it's Jason Preston who is a crazy-looking kid with with really good ups and impressive dunks. He's going to be a fan favorite, Jason Preston. I have a bone to pick with Keon Johnson uh, after you tell us your Vegas Summer League story, Hank. Oh, I can't wait to hear about the bone you want to pick. Uh, listen, man, the Summer League was such a blast. My mother at the time, my, fam- my mother's family is all from Las Vegas. We're Basque. Um, from Spain, and that is a big landing point for the Basques. And so that's where my family lives. They're in Reno uh, as well, Reno, Nevada. And so I went there for the summer league. I drove there, and and it was, oh, it was hot. It was hot. <laughs> and by the way, and by the way, this was before Southern California was almost as hot as Las Vegas. Uh, right. And we were hitting these 110-plus uh, weeks here and there in the summertime. Thanks, uh, but I remember. I, but I remember going and seeing games. This was a little bit earlier. I remember that the Lopez brothers – we're walking around the stadium because maybe they had just been drafted. Blake, this was Blake Griffin's 
summer league run. Fine, and so, fine. and my my mom is a basketball fan, sports fan. So I took my mom. It was so oh, fun. Great. I believe you couldn't go. Uh, our hope was to drive together, and you were not able to go. Probably you were shooting a TV show or a movie or a commercial or all three. Yes, uh, yes, successful so, actor. So we went. Uh, and first of all, the first thing I remember is that you could just walk in and out of any spot you wanted. Literally, you would buy your all-access pass, and they played in just three sit, different— first come, first serve. Sit first where you First come, like. first serve, walk around. There was a great Clippers presence there, of course. Uh, but I remember, first of all, that it was so hot that after the first day when we walked out, walking to the car, I could feel my contacts— <laughs> constricting on my eyeballs like if you imagined a yarmulke on the back of a person's head shrinking in the heat and like sucking i could many years many years i've wanted to convert to judaism so well they shouldn't in the heat you shouldn't in the heat i want i want they're sharp we've seen them we've seen them uh but but i will tell you the the story that i'm sure you are hinting about is that we watched and at the end of a game blake the clippers had won and as blake griffin was walking off the court uh, yeah, because we were big Jersey heads at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, one of us from New Jersey. Uh, Don't worry and, about it. Oh. Oh. Uh, so, but I, I was getting all these Clippers jerseys. We were getting them signed. We had these oh, autographed yeah. Clippers jerseys, which, of course, I still have all of mine because when I get mad at games, I don't throw oh, my Here gear away. Like I mean, I <laughs> I, you throw away three autographed jerseys, and all of a sudden, that's the thing you do. <laughs> I've thrown away may- so many more I yell- swag. Than I'm that. yelling to Blake, "Can I have your jersey? Can I have your jersey, Blake? Blake? Can I have your jersey?" And, Blake, and I, can I, I keep jersey? yelling it as though it's possible that when he's only 30 feet away, he can't hear me, a known loudmouth <laughs> and yeller, professionally trained stage actor with a loud voice that you're having to endure right now. Yes. Uh, I'm yelling, "Can I have your jersey?" And finally, he turns up to the stands and yells, "I need it for the next game." <laughs> I need it, Hank. <laughs> I need it. I still need it. I need because it. I guess they don't get fresh jerseys every no, single not game. Although summer they, league. Although they might. They Honestly, they could now. The summer league is oh, far more it. popular and well-funded and everything else at the time. They're not getting fresh jerseys. At the time, it was they mom and They still need their jerseys. They still need their jerseys. Oh, my gosh. It was so fun and funny. Oh, what a blast, though. What a blast. And that was so, my first sort of experience of watching Blake Griffin and what he could, uh, what he would eventually be for us. I, I can't wait to go to Summer League. It's something I've never experienced. I've been to the Galen Center for like Clippers versus Clippers scrimmage, which is always a lot of fun, but I've never seen any Summer League game. We used to play exhibition games in Hawaii, and I always threatened to take my family and show up, and I always loved those games because the Clippers training staff and coaching staff all wear matching Clippers Hawaiian shirts, and it's just so fresh. But I am here to tell you right now about my bone to pick with rookie Keon Johnson, which I, I'm oh afraid to what did talk he do? about. Well, it's not I, I almost don't want to tell you because I know that you're gonna take Keon's side. And okay. I, I, I have a feeling that Burbank Hank is about to draw a big old line in the sand. And Buddy, let we me had know a good run. That we had he's a good run Keon as best Johnson's friends. side. And he doesn't want to even look at Chris Wilde's side. Well, listen, we had a good run as best friends, and let's just tell me what it is, and you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna be what it is. It is what it is, buddy. <laughs> sorry, not sorry that I'm about to continue. No! Are you done? So <laughs> so we got three new guys, four new guys, Boston Jr., Keon Johnson. Justice Winslow and Jason Preston. I think I'm most excited about Jason Preston. So I go over to Keon Johnson's Twitter page and I hit follow. 
And I just can't help but notice, Hank, that Keon Johnson, who was born and raised in Tennessee, who was, I don't know, probably eight years old when Kobe Bryant won his first, uh, won a title. I think he was probably a tween or a teen when Kobe Bryant retired. Okay. Okay. This guy was born in, in after the 2000s. I don't know exactly sure. when he was born. But you go to his page, Keon Johnson, new Clipper, and I get why he's doing it, but I just, it's just, you go to Keon Johnson's Twitter page, and there's a picture of Keon Johnson as his profile picture, and then his banner, the, the header, whatever, the background, the thing that's right there, it's just all Lakers jerseys, and it's an ode to Kobe, but it's just Lakers, Lakers, Lakers everywhere. Uh, and it may- <laughs> he must have really gotten your goat because you just said the actual L word about a Three half times. dozen times in a row. I know. To I me, know. it felt like 10 or 12. It felt like I'm not, it feels like I'm still saying it. It just hurts me. It hurts me inside to see that blasted L word on a new rookie's Twitter page. It's just so I, I, I couldn't help but just screen grab every single Clippers that I could think of's Twitter header just to give him a frame of reference of what he's dealing with. And then, of course, somebody came after me on Twitter. It's like, it's Kobe, bro. It's Kobe, bro. So I'm like, well, look, Paul George has a picture of Kobe Bryant on his Twitter page, but he doesn't have the L word logo anywhere. And then I I literally sent Keon Johnson very, very respectful, cool images of Kobe in that header format with that dimension and said, hey, maybe you could use some of these respectfully. Because the L word logo on a Clippers Twitter page is just very hard to stomach, Hank. Oh, well, here's the here's what you'll find interesting. <clears throat> oh, here we go. When it comes to choosing a side on this one, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you truly almost made me spit up my truly. That I was it just doesn't. It does. I guess I it, know doesn't it doesn't bother matter, me, but but I also bother me I. Either. Really, actually, hear you on this one. I hear no. you. You know, well, we. I, I really tried to paint it in a way that would make you not hate me. I so mean, that, well, let's, that well, let's think point. about it. Let's think about it, though. Let's think about if, you know, let's say the New York Jets get a brand new quarterback, and his yes. Twitter, his Twitter header is all is Giants. all pictures of Eli Manning. Yes, in, in with Giants like of his jersey, and so all you're really it's one thing. You're right. It would be one thing to put a picture of Kobe Bryant. I was a big Kobe Bryant fan as I rooted for the L word through that. Just as a kid from repeat. Tennessee, I, I really um, want to go I got to love the for locker Kobe. room. I think he's one of the best to ever play. Yeah, and obviously sure. he meant one of. a lot. He he meant a lot to sure. young players coming up. He yes. was the Michael Jordan of his generation as far sure. as super dominant, super aggressive, was a was a champion. leader. The kind, multi-champion. The kind of guy that he, yes, multi-champion, but also a guy who was deadly Deadly from the three-point line. Deadly from the from mid-range. Like just a great player, great dunker. It was something for everybody. Something for mm. everybody. Like the after Michael, jo- there was a period of time I'm sure where every single player came up was like, "It's Michael Jordan for me, man. It's Michael Jordan for me." Oh, it's Michael Jordan it's so, for me growing up. It's so funny to see these interviews afterwards of like the words, the things that he said to like Allen Iverson early on and Kobe Bryant and all these players as they came into the league. Uh, but but yeah, maybe you find the picture. Without the um, L word logo, the other team everywhere. in town's logo, yeah. you know, because although we, like you're on my because, side. because although we have many, <laughs> many, many times tried to explain to Lakers fans 
who have come to our games and just pointed up at the dusty banners that are for some reason come and and worn gear and cheered for the other team. Just point at things that that are being covered. Celtics are their rival. Yes, the truth. The yes. truth is that right. that maybe we are showing our age in the fact that we are saying that because the Lakers and the Celtics have not been rivals for a solid 12 years is the last time they met. I Everyone say, that denies that the Laker, excuse me, that the L word and the Los Angeles Clippers are rivals is wrong. The real rivalry now of L.A. is L word Clippers. And if I guess you so. Think it we isn't, just are get- wrong. I you're guess I'm wrong. It's, I guess it's I not- was. The only, the only other one that's arguable, actually, excuse me, the, 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 the number one sports rivalry in L.A. is Dodgers-Giants, San Francisco. Okay? Sure. I'll give them oh, that. Oh, sure. But number sure, two, sure. I would argue, is L-word Clippers, and I'd yeah. probably I think have we're there a now. valid case. Yeah. And, and yeah. people go, oh, they're not. They're not. I mean, you're just living in a fool's paradise to well, think that I was that's saying not they a rivalry. Were. I was yeah. saying that. I, was, I, I just thought it was not their biggest rival, but I guess I'm realizing in this moment. It is what it is. It is. <laughs> you dog. I agree, though. It's not the Celtics. And I do want to talk about the L word just because they were everywhere all over the national media. And I just want to hear oh, your we take don't on agree this. on this one. I have a feeling we're going to wager another six pack and we should figure out we should figure out. Some, maybe right. we should figure out some tiered six pack levels here. I'm going to I'm going to you. I'm gonna, you yeah. don't like what they've done. Do no, you? I don't. I'm, and I'm going to lead They're into the it with Clipper talk. I'm going to lead They're into the it with Clipper talk. Yeah, do it. So the Clippers. Don't have Kawhi for the bulk of the regular season, but they are arguably, if not certainly, the deepest team in the league. So that depth needs to get them to the top six because of this play-in thing is here to stay, and it's certainly going to be here this upcoming season. So you don't want to be 7, 8, 9, 10. What you do want to be is 1 through 6. So the real thing is who are going to be the top six teams in each conference, but we really only care about the Western Conference. So can the Clippers, led by Paul George, Serge Ibaka, Reggie Jackson, Patrick Beverly, Terrence Mann, can they get into that top six and be comfortable in the top six for Kawhi's return so that they can get him even more rest for the week between regular season and postseason for that play-in week? And can we dominate and kick ass like we did last postseason, except for not far enough? So I think the team down the hall, the L word, they couldn't hang for 72 regular season games. They hobbled in at seven to the play-in tournament. They got sort of healthy-ish, I guess, just in time, except for it wasn't. And they weren't healthy, and they were hobbled, and they lost in round one. So you're telling me a team that couldn't hang for 72 games got kicked out of the first round because of injury problems. They got older, and that's better? And now the season is longer it's an 82 game season and they got older they didn't get better they got older so i will put a six pack on the l word not making the top six teams Gadoosh. oh you don't think they even make the top six no i don't i think everyone's crazy to think that they're number one I, I, you you tell me why they're top six I, I think carmelo anthony is big i think getting dwight howard back is big uh, and I and I just think Russell Westbrook is still amazing, and he doesn't have Absolutely. huge health no, problems. I, and I, and I, I think, think I think Westbrook was the best move by far. Oh my gosh, the best move. But the then Trevor move. Ariza and Dwight Howard and Carmelo Anthony do not move the needle in the right direction, at least for me, just because they're so dusty and old, dude. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, listen, I definitely hear about the age, okay? But I also want to point out. 
that if the average age of the Lakers, I want to say it's like in the high 31s. Um, like I, I read 32. they were the oldest team in the NBA, they are. NBA history. They are. They, they, well, I don't know about that. That may be true. But I believe that their average age as of right now going into the season is, I'm looking it up, so I'm not even going to act like I'm making it up, 31.8. And, sure, and they by have the way, a handful of young guys that brings that number yeah, but down. Still but they have the most over 35 guys in NBA history. That may be true. I'm not. I'm not arguing against that. But yeah, I will. Yeah. And I will tell you. Okay. I just don't think they're deep. I just don't think they're deep. And that is that in the Western Conference where you can just lock in Utah Jazz, Denver Nuggets, L.A. Clippers, Phoenix Suns as your top four teams. Then throw in Dallas Mavericks and, and the we'll see. Yeah, I don't we're gonna so. find out. We're gonna find out. We're gonna out. find so there's out, a bro. There's a sixer. There's a we're sixer on the top so, six. So top let me six be sixer. Let me be clear. Like we, the Clippers are 28. Average age of 28, which is around the middle of the pack as I'm looking at this. Oh, my gosh. My birthday's coming up. The lowest. And I'm about to turn 28 this year on August 22nd. Oh, so my gosh. So you crazy. wish. You wish. <laughs> I started this show when I was 18. I was a legal adult. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to be a podcaster and play the lottery every day. No, listen. I agree. I agree with you that they are older and health is going to be their issue. I also think that, Rus- that Russell Westbrook is going to take a lot of miles in this season off of LeBron James. I think mm-hmm. that Dwight Howard is a NBA champion who's mm. going to come in and f- help them fix some things that, frankly, mm. no, you know, nothing but love to Montrez Harrell. But truthfully, Ooh, Washington Bullets, excuse me, was, Wizard. He was what we said he was. When that trade went down and he didn't stay with the Clippers and he ended up at the Lakers, that a lot of Elward fans who were texting me and saying, he's awesome. He just was in a bad situation. I was like, no. brother. We're gonna see if we're gonna see if you're yeah. right. We're gonna and see if you're right. right. And I said I think he's gonna be really great when he's with Anthony Davis. But if Anthony Davis can't stay on the floor, you're gonna see his weaknesses. Well, I don't think I'm always the smartest, but I sure got that one right. Anthony yeah, Davis did. couldn't stay on the floor, well, that... and Montrezl Harrell showed us what he was. So Dwight Montrez, Howard, yeah. Montrez is probably. I mean, Dwight Howard is probably gonna tighten up their situation Montrez, in the five. And yeah. and Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony played great. For the Blazers last season, and Russell Westbrook's still a stud. And, and I, I, now I would disagree. In a situation that. I would disagree players... that Melo played quote great for the Blazers last. I thought season. he was real consistent shooting oh, for the Blazers. They, can, they was he not? Round, they didn't get out of round one. Neither did the L word, and neither did you know Dwight Howard. I guess as the number one team in the East, Dwight Howard was backing up the Philadelphia bigs and they didn't get out of round two. So I just I, I'm just not sold. But I'll tell you something. Speaking of Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams and Landry Shama and Doc Rivers were my big fix these problems from two seasons ago. And the Clippers fixed all four of those problems. All four of those guys got shipped and dealt and diced. Yeah. And then and boy, last and boy, didn't season, we see didn't we see the result yeah. of having our new coach? Oh, the best. And then like and to your point, look at what happened with Montrez Harrell when he went across the hall. So we had big glaring issues that we addressed two seasons ago. I'm here to tell you that last season's issues was not having Serge Ibaka and more so Kawhi Leonard. Oh, my gosh, I agree. And we so, do not disagree, man. Oof. And so we fixed that in that we brought both of those guys back. Uh, Ibaka ext- you know, kept his second-year player option, whatever. And Kawhi, we don't actually know the horny details of what's happening. The what? But I'm here to tell you. Yeah, 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 that's right. Those are the details. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. That's, that's a, a thing. thing. Sure. There's pertinent <laughs> details and there's horny details, and okay. we don't know either. All but right. We don't know if Kawhi is, 
you know, apparently it's two years and he has another option, so we're going to have to go through this again. It just, look, Kawhi Leonard is very happy here and he's not going anywhere. So he's going to be here for the next four or five years at least. He may even just retire as a Clipper. Just set your watch to Kawhi Leonard and Paul George's Clippers. These It's these guys' team. And they've only been together two seasons, and first season they got as far as they've ever been, and then second season they got even further. So obviously these are the guys, and we love these guys. So I just wanted to deviate the conversation back to Clippers and before we leave the L word in the dust what is the six pack bet is it that they make the top six yeah I think that works okay. top six I think six that six works I, I mean it. we could say playoffs and make it a little looser but I think if I really no, want to no, put no, my good. money where my yeah. mouth is I have to say that they would be in the top six you wouldn't take and top eight you wouldn't take no, top no, eight no 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 top six it's gotta be top, top six, six because- or sixer and that's all top six, Makes top sense. six, six pack. And then also there's the Chris Wilde six pack, which is if we get six Clippers in double digits, guaranteed W. So and I that's think a, that's that, a nice little theme. And by the way, that is the only Chris Wilde six pack you've had for a while. <laughs> uh, it's not true. I had six beers earlier. <laughs> hey, you listen, man, listen. Speaking yes. of Serge Ibaka, Please do. I want I just want to say, because we, we haven't spoken in a while, Clippers Nation, Mm-mm. that – as people rolled out the path that the Phoenix Suns had, uh, and as and uh, by the way, also as fans rolled out all the injuries that plagued teams, especially in the Western Conference, they were quick to bring up LeBron James, and they were quick to bring up Kawhi Leonard, and they were quick to bring up the different players of the, all the teams the Suns played and that in general were injured. But we were only ever listed as missing Kawhi Leonard. And the truth is, missing Serge Ibaka, I'm not going to say it was as devastating to us as losing Kawhi Leonard, except that our backup center proved to be so ineffective against against Aiton and against um, Gobert that we— Frankly, or wait, he he played against. No, he didn't. He, he played he proved, all right against. We, he, we actually had to go small against Gobert. Yeah, you're, you're we right. yeah, we, we ended up small. needing Nicholas Batum, your bo- oh, your yeah, dude, yeah. My Nicholas boy. Batum. That's we, why people we think I'm Spencer. Yeah. We needed him to l- basically watch tape on how undersized players can play the five because we right. couldn't because because that's the deal with our center. And this is and not Morris, me thro- yeah. throwing Zubats under the bus because I think Zubats has a great upside and we're moving in a great direction sure. with him. Yeah. But yeah. you cannot leave off the list all-star Surge. Serge Ibaka when it comes to talking about what we were missing due to injuries. He was I would I would honestly argue he was the first hurdle we were trying to overcome every single game not Kawhi. And maybe it contributed to Kawhi's injury because Kawhi had to play so much harder on defense because we were missing that shot blocker. I don't know. Absolutely. That's his boy too. Like Serge Ibaka and Kawhi Leonard are boys. Yeah. I actually just saw on Serge Ibaka's Twitter page or Instagram or what have you, Serge Ibaka was cooking for Paul George and apparently (laughs) Serge Ibaka put like so much spice on it. Paul George said, you were my brother and you've been downgraded to friend after what you just cooked me. <laughs> I like to think that was this. amazing. I would love to see the outfit Serge was cooking in his clothing line. His st- fashion is next oh, yeah. level. Well, next he was level. a big heel. He was a big heel and an enemy of the Lob City era Clippers. He, We did an old Clipcast many years ago called Surge Protector because he kept punching our guys in the family jewels. I think you're referring, <laughs> you mean Chris Paul? No, Serge Ibaka punched Blake Griffin in the nards like twice. 
And so we did a clip cast called Surge Protector because you, we said that Blake has to wear a special cup every time Serge Ibaka comes to town because he was such a heel. He was a, a nemesis of the Lob City Clippers, and now obviously we just absolutely love Serge Ibaka. Oh, my gosh. It's real easy to love any NBA player when they join your team. I'm, so I'm me, trying to think of oh, an of example of a player that Oh, Patrick joins. Beverly is the perfect example because he yeah, was Yeah, you huge love him when he plays for you. Burr in our saddle. Matt Barnes, another one. Like, just guys that are just, oh, they just piss you off. Like, when we got Maurice Spates, I hated Spates. But then when he was a Clipper, I loved him with my whole heart. Oh, yeah. I bet there weren't a lot of sh- people who lived within Chicago city limits that didn't love Dennis Rodman. But it was real hard if you were a fan of any other team to like him because he was great. And oh, he yeah. was awful. He was a heel. He was a bad guy. He's like in yeah, professional wrestling. That's right. All right, so let me ask you a quick question, Hank, before we wrap up our first episode of Season 10. We're oh, calling it Run back. It Back. Woo, run, run It, it back. back. And welcome baby. back, Clippers Nation. Let me ask you, Burbank Hank, and this is just gut. This is just what you think. What does your gut tell you? Do you think that the Clippers are going to make some crazy move before we start the season, or is this just simply run it back with the old group of guys. Oh, I never even... Oh, I think we're already in the luxury. I think we're already in the penalty on the on the uh, salary cap. But I suppose we could make a trade, but I, I don't see it. I okay. really don't see it. We do, uh, do you? Well, I mean, there's a lot of rumblings of, could John Wall get traded? There's rumblings of, what is Damian Lillard going to do in Portland? Oh, So there's well. guys that could move. Yeah, yeah. And we're a deep team with a lot of pieces that teams would love to have. So we're a team that's I mean, worth they do also considering when it like comes picks. to trades. They do typically like picks, which we don't necessarily have a ton of. But you're right. We have assets. I we think have if you, young I guys think if, that are proven. Go on. I think if you could get a great point guard. Like a, a John Wall or a Lillard. Yeah, but not like a Kemba Walker. Okay. You know what I mean? Like literally a great yeah. All-star level point. No, and no shade to Kemba Walker. He's very nice. But if you could get a really consistently healthy, great point guard, or if you, Elite. frankly, frankly, if you could get Dame Lillard, I think you make that move. I, I And maybe that's the better p- opinion to have here. I think if you could literally bring in an amazing top 10 or top 20 player. Like a John Wall or a Damian Lillard. Yeah, then maybe you make, and, and, and regardless of position, regardless of position, if you could bring oh. them in and not lose your Well, I thought you were just saying players, maybe was, this could happen for a point guard. I was, but now I'm also saying, you know, if you could truly upgrade your team without sacrificing the team and bring in, a, then maybe, but I don't think there's any need for it. So you your know, gut is t- saying no, though. My gut is saying no, okay. but now I'm, now I'm, Curious, questioning curious. everything. Well, <laughs> I, oh everything. gosh. So, so in the season you're nervous, you're like curious, purvis, you're but like in the curious, middle of the season you're curious, you're curious, curious? curious. What the hell is curious? The why curious is say, not a thing. Why don't I just say curious George? That's way better. No, nah, it's not as good as curious, curious. I completely disagree. I'm drawing a line in the sand, and I will not bend on this. Furious. Oh my god. <laughs> you did. You bent. I didn't. You should know Curious George doesn't have a tail. Like I, I, I learned that much later in life, and I don't, it doesn't really they're not, gives a crap. They're not, <laughs> that original Curious George book is not easy to read now. They stole that poor dude from his home and made him live with a man. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mr. They stole Mr. him. What's his they name? They made him Mr. live with a man. Mr. Smith or Mr. Steve or somebody. I don't no, know. The, the man, man in the yellow hat. The man yeah, in the yellow hat. He doesn't have a name. 
And Although he stole Curious George out of his natural habitat. One of the real jerks. Yeah. Maybe because George had no tail. Put in jail. Like, I, I read that book to my kids. I, I literally edit it on the fly. You know, George was so happy. Oh. Uh, George didn't have a tail, so he couldn't really hang in the jungle quite literally, so he had to go to the city with the man. Oh, okay. In the now, hat. this I like. He was like a habitat rescue. <laughs> yes. Sort of like, you can feel oh, good about going monkeys. to the zoo. Because uh, these were animals that were injured. That makes you don't sense. Wanna, you don't want to live in the jungle if you're a tailless monkey. Oh, man, that is a rough life. <laughs> you don't know a damn thing about it. <laughs> I don't know anything about anything. So I posted a video on my Twitter page. Wait, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? I don't think anything. I, I, I think nothing, honestly. Nothing. You think we literally, as I think the this is title run it says, back. Run as the it title back. says, and as we've said many times, run it back. we run it back. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any big move. I don't think John Wall comes. I don't think Damian Lillard comes. I don't think I, I think we're very happy with Reggie Jackson as our starting point guard and we could see certainly I mean like so who's the starting five, right? So Kawhi's not available, Serge Ibaka available, Reggie Jackson available, Patrick Beverly available, Paul George available. So you're st- Mook Morris available. So are you going to tell me that the starting five will likely be a three-guard lineup calling Paul George a guard? So it'll be Serge Ibaka, Mook Morris, Paul George, guaranteed those three. Reggie Jackson, Patrick Beverly starting yeah. five? I mean, on paper, that's your starting five. That's your starting five. And yeah. then you have, you know, Terrence Mann off the bench and Nico Batum. And you've got options. Zubats well, off the bench. Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard. Terrence Mann. you got to really be excited to see what is going to happen with this kid. Like, what is he working on? You know, that's the question. What has he been working on in this postseason? I'm curious. Yeah. In the offseason, yes. I mean, in the postseason, we just saw getting him just older. literally become alive. Terrence Mann in the postseason was a hell of a thing. And, and Reggie Jackson, the two of those guys just cemented themselves of, of Clipper legend. Terrence yeah, Mann man. with that massive game, round two, game six. And then Reggie Jackson just literally overall in the playoffs was phenomenal. And this guy, we saw Coach Ty Lue bench. DNP Look at, him are, not, for let's not just, a stretch in the regular season. I mean, you want to talk about how great Ty Lu was. Yes, he took Nicholas Batum, who was underachieving previously. You took Reggie yep. Jackson, who was considering retirement. And you mm. took Terrence Mann, whose teammate basically washed out of the NBA, all respect. And he oh. himself was good. There's some shade on fee. I like it. But he did. He did. They came in together, <laughs> and he turned those three guys into three essential players for the Los Pieces, Angeles yeah. Clippers. I mean, come on. And come Luke on. Kennard. Luke Kennard. Well, Luke Kennard's a big question mark Mr. for the Perfect. season, isn't he? Because Luke Kennard got a pretty nice contract up front, having never played a game. Yeah. Um, and so it's he played be... a couple for Detroit, but yes, not having any <laughs> Clipper games. You know yes. what I mean? He yeah, got a Clippers. Sure. He got like a four-year contract with it, ever putting on a Clippers jersey. So I'm very curious to see um, what Luke Kennard looks like in yeah. the new season. And I can't you know, wait to watch Summer League. Oh, sweet, sweet Summer League. When's when that start? See... It starts Monday, buddy. It's all oh, week. Oh, get it. it. Are you Monday. kidding? Come on. I would never kid about such a serious subject as Summer League. You never You've kid. Been. You're not Jason, I've never kid. Been. You've never been. Oh, my, old like? co-host, my old co-host, the Jaguar, went to Summer League and interviewed Chris Broussard and like had a great time at Summer League. That's something that you and I need to do is get our press passes and go to Summer League because a lot of people are there and, and it's a lot of great interviews. I mean, Chris Broussard was wonderful. Oh, he actually, I, think, I think he also got Stephen A. Uh, at Summer League. Maybe or not. Definitely it was Chris Broussard, but maybe as well Stephen A. So... Uh, well, Jack that was before I was on blast. the podcast, and therefore that's before I was listening to the podcast. 
<laughs> that's not true. That's not true. I listened to it. That's well, you would be true. you would be a guest star on many an episode. I wonder when the next time we clipcast, if it's schedule day when they announce the schedule. Because with all due respect to the great summer league, which I will be watching, we are not doing a clipcast to talk about freaking summer league. If you want we a might. Clippers podcast that talks about summer league, listen to Locked On. We, we listen. If we watch the summer league and there's something to talk about, and we decide to do a clipcast, we will. Otherwise, yeah, maybe it'll be schedule day. Yeah, I, th- I, I mean, I will be watching. Will you be watching? I'll be watching. I'll be watching. I'll be watching. I gotta figure out. Yeah, I, I'll probably be watching it. Some of it. I don't know we'll if see. I get ESPN University or whatever. Like it's on. What? Like, I don't think I get that channel, ESPN University. If I do, I will watch every Clipper summer league game. And of course, if we watch every Clipper summer league game, obviously we have to do a Clipcast summer league special. For yeah. The 10th if there's season. anything worth talking about, we'll talk about it. How about that? Ooh, I have something. I have, a, I have a fun announcement to make for our loyal Clipcastineers, our faithful listeners. Okay. For the for the tenth season of Clipcast, I'm going to do something special for you, specifically for the Clipcast listeners who get to go to home games. And I, I know that's look. There's a lot of people all across planet Earth who listen to Clipcast, and I'm actually putting together a Clipcast care package for one of our Australian listeners that I'm going to send out. And I'm going to include a brand new Clipcast trucker cap. Oh, hey. Ball cap. Oh, hey. Check our so Instagram making, feed if you don't know what we're talking about. They're sharp. I'm making a whole slew of these Clipcast caps. And I'm going to announce when you and I are going to home games. And if you can find us, you get a Clipcast trucker cap. You get a Clipcast cap. I'm going to bring extras to every home game that I go to in our 10th season. I'm going to give you a bunch too, Hank. Great. And so if you if you find us, we'll give you a cap. That's so fun. That is the fun. It's kind of fun. In the 10th season, if you get to go to a game, try to find us like Waldo, and maybe we'll post clues about where we're going to be. But I'm going to have a bag of caps that say Clipcast on them, and I'll charge you just one faithful listen, please, Clipcast Oh, I listener. like that. Just one share and a rate. What's wrong with that? I, I, Boom. My, Give us that my, sweet, sweet five star. I'm ready for a new one. My Clipcast hat has gotten really worn. It started real sharp. I'd wash the bill with soap and water to keep it nice, take care of it. And today I used it for an audition as a grimy mechanic. <laughs> I'm wearing mine right now, and I look like a grimy mechanic. I mean, mine's I, I'm wear, I'm, I'll put mine on, too. I didn't want to have it on for recording because I didn't want the sound to echo off the bill of my hat. That's a, that's a oh, sound. Oh, sure. Thing. That's why I've sounded like I've been in such an echo chamber because of the <laughs> brim of my hat. Hey, man, can you take your hat off and turn it around? Hey, man, can you hit record in there? How about that? Dude, are you in like one of the Carlsbad caverns? Oh, you're wearing a hat. Oh my God, so many echoes. It really does make a difference when you're in a real studio, not in my Dawn Patrol Production studio office. But I'm sure. Oh, I, I'm in the Tiki Hut studios where anything goes. Ew. and Pants are optional. Clippers fans, welcome back to Clipcast season Run it ten. Run it back. Run it back. It's on. We are so excited to be back, and we're so excited to see what these same Clippers are going to do in the coming season. Uh, We'll catch you on our next episode, won't we, Chrisser? Absolutely, Burbank Hank. Thanks so much once again for coming back for another fabulous season of ClipCast. You know, I always like to ask you to sound the horn because you've got that natural bray like a donkey had a baby with a mule. And (laughs) you just sound like such a Clipper jackass. But I feel like you should do it. You should do it. It's a 10th anniversary episode. No, the the horn. What do you want to do, bray like a... Oh, oh, sound the horn. (laughs) You know, real quick before I sound the horn, 
when we first started Clipcast 10 seasons ago, yes. I would start every show because I wanted to do a 48-minute cast just like there was a 48-minute <laughs> regulation basketball game. Yeah. Like, just like a regulation basketball game, I would start the Clipcast with the national anthem. Yes, if I remember. you are such a diehard Clipcast fan that you remember me singing the national anthem, well, this horn is specifically for you. <clears throat> <laughs> That's too sorry, much. Disrespectful. Sorry. <clears throat> Disrespectful. Uh, but you do have a great singing voice. Toot toot. Thank and we're back for 10 oh, seasons and we're stoked. Toot toot. It's a 